Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, Ministry of Greater Worship Christian Church here in Lancaster, California. I am your host, Apostle Robert Enos. Here we will talk about doctrine and theology, politics, social and cultural issues, and how the church is to respond and face these issues. Get ready for a large dose of truth and get ready to have your tables flipped. As a friend just told me recently, Table Flippers is flipping awesome. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, friends and family, everybody that's been tracking with me. I just want to say how much I appreciate each and every one of you, and I hope that you have a fantastic Christmas and Holy Day season this year, Christmas, uh, New Year. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. You know, this is the time of season that we just band together, lock arms, lock hearts, shake hands, hug a lot of necks, kiss a lot of cheeks, and eat lots of food, and laugh, and cry, and just have a good time with one another. So I really hope that you have a phenomenal, phenomenal Holy Day season this year, going into 2023. And it is my prayer that every one of my listeners has a phenomenal new year that 2023 is the best year of your life. I know it doesn't may look like that if you watch the news. Oh, it looks like it's going to be another bad year. It's going to be this, that. No, the choice is yours. You can make it a great year. And I pray that between your choices, your heart, and the power of the Holy Spirit and God moving in your life, that you would have a phenomenal, fantastic new year. So many blessings to you. Again, this is going to be a unique podcast that it's um, several rolled into one with some friends that I was with. We went on a cruise together, just a short cruise to get away and unwind. And on the driving home from the cruise port, we decided to do a podcast. So you get to hear some other voices than mine, but be blessed, enjoy, and I really pray that these podcasts are helping you and showing you who we really are as a people and what we should be doing because you my faithful listener you have power you have authority you are much greater than you often give yourself credit for i see it in you i know it's in you now i want to see you stand up and start using what god's given you to change the world around you god bless I hope you go and check out our merchandise page. We have hats, t-shirts, hoodies, and more. I just got in my own hat, and I've been wearing it, and I've been getting a lot of compliments on it. It's a fantastic hat. My daughter designed all of these, but we have hats, t-shirts, hoodies, and more. And if you go to tableflippers.com, that's tableflippers.com, and use FREEDOM as your promo code, you'll get a discount. Fantastic stuff, beautiful stuff, and it'll help me, it'll help you. And together, we'll be flipping awesome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, here we are. We're back. We just got off a cruise ship. We're driving home on this parking lot. I believe this is the 405. Is this 405, Todd? Yes, sir. I didn't even look when we got on, so it's practically a... Well, it's moving a little bit. But anyways, we just got back from a cruise ship. We were gone for just four days. Just four days, ladies and gentlemen, four days without our leadership, and we get off the ship and we find out that the world, the crazy world got even crazier. We found out that uh, wonderful Joe Biden, Uncle Joe, Slow Joe, just traded a WNBA basketball player, like we really need more of those in our country, and traded her 
for an arms dealer with Russia instead of our Marine that's been in there a WNBA player we got the better end of that deal of course thank you Joe we just heard or just found out that our wonderful FDA Food and Drug Administration is doing backflops and double-mindedness and everything so you can't really trust what the FDA says um, we were on a ship and for the most part it was really great it was wonderful but there were still people running around with masks on some of the workers some of the people now I'm an American I love freedom I never want to take away anybody's freedom to wear a mask but with everything that we know after this COVID fiasco these lies the deception Let's face it, ladies and gentlemen, the masks don't work, never work, never will work. At least the masks that they wanted us to use. And there's still people clinging on to that hope that that little piece of paper between them and the rest of the world is going to keep them from getting this COVID. Even though they're touching everything, hugging people, and still have to pull the mask down to talk to people and eat and move around. So... Now we went from just this hope that this mask will work to mental illness, in my opinion. Let's see, what else do we have? Oh, we have, you know, the CDC and all their numbers, and they back flop, and they get double-minded. They post some numbers, and ladies and gentlemen, the CDC posted not too long ago, just recently, that the numbers, now listen to this, you got to pay attention to this, the numbers of deaths with people that are vaccinated have surpassed the number of deaths with people who are not vaccinated. Yes, the vaccinated are dying much faster than the unvaccinated because what we call a vaccine is not really a vaccine. And that was a big hoax, a big joke on, on America and the world. And there's still people clinging to that like it's going to help them when in reality, People are literally dropping dead, not just with the vaccine, but because of the vaccine. Again, when people are running around getting their vaccines and getting all their boosters, now we've dipped into mental illness because the numbers are there, the facts are there, the truth is there, that it does not work. As a matter of fact, it's killing people. Me personally, this is just me personally, I personally know more people that have died as a direct result of the vaccine than I have of COVID. Now, other people may have different experience, but that's my experience. So anyways, I don't want to be the only one that talks. I know my wife thinks that I'm the only one that needs to talk because I, she loves my beautiful, wonderful voice and my canny wit. But nonetheless, I still want to hear what she has to say. So Linda, what do you have to say about any of these things or anything else? This is your, this is your moment, your moment in the sun. Wow. <laughs> well, it just seems like our planet is crazy. I think that to me, the most pressing issue is where we traded someone that broke a law in another country for one of our Marines and we traded him for a criminal, an arms dealer. It makes no sense to me. Our country is abandoning its military. And yet that's the very thing that our military has always been known for, for not abandoning their own and yet our country is turning their back on them. How does that motivate other young people to want to stand up and fight and defend this amazing country when they don't feel like 
our government's got their back, like they're going to leave them an abandoned. We need to we need to change these things, especially when we're trading them for criminals. Now I understand it's a it's a young woman and I understand that most people in this country don't think that's a major offense, but she went to another nation representing or supposed to be representing our nation and broke one of their laws. Our military was there doing their job. He didn't do anything illegal. He was there doing his job. So I think our priorities in this country have gotten really twisted. And should it come to the point where we actually do have to go to war, we do have to defend this nation, we have a military that's being discouraged. We have a military that their morale is just shot. And then we have a bunch of people joining our military that don't actually want to defend this country or go to war. They just want scholarships to go to college. So their heart's not even in the right place. So this discourages people even more. Recruiters are having a hard time recruiting. We're going to end up in a world of hurt because the United States used to be known for our strength, for our for our patriotism. And now we're being looked at as weak and becoming a laughingstock. That's that's very concerning. You know, you bring up a good point. Uh, the Marines have um, uh, not, not their motto, but they, they will never leave one of their own on, on the battlefield. They will do whatever it takes to get that one home, even if that one is no longer breathing. Joe Biden whether we like it or not, ladies and gentlemen, is considered the commander-in-chief. He is the leader of our military, and he left one of our own in another nation in a prison to rot away, and he took a female basketball player. I have nothing against this female basketball player per se, but if it was up to me, I would bring my Marine home. I, 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 if I was the president, I would owe that Marine and all Marines, all of our military, a huge debt of gratitude, and I would do everything I possibly could to bring them home. And again, if I was Commander-in-Chief, if they wouldn't trade for him, I would do whatever I could, even militaristically, to get that one home. You don't leave your own on the battlefield. And our Commander-in-Chief did just in that. So, uh, Todd, Sherry, what do you all have to say about anything? Uh, well, on the COVID front, um, I know we're in cold and flu season, but uh, for some reason they keep pushing the COVID narrative and keep driving driving the fear factor up in everybody. So uh, I think they, uh, at some point we need to get over that and uh, get back to normalcy because uh, the stupidity behind all that just blows my mind. I totally agree. I 100% agree. Like I said, this has dipped into a mental illness state with most people uh, still in fear of something that's no more than a cold right now. Charlene? I agree with Linda as far as the, the girl that we traded with the arms dealer. She was bashing the United States. Why would we want her to come back? That is, just doesn't seem right when we've got a U.S. Marine sitting over there and probably suffering and we're not going after him to bring him home not cool not cool at all yeah it is a very very strange thing to me as well like i said i don't necessarily have anything against this um 
basketball player. But let's face it, if, if she never came back, which would be a tragedy, but if she never came back, how would this, how would we be hurt by that? But the fact that this Marine, somebody who signed up to defend this country and lay their li life on the line for you and I, if they don't come back, what does it say to the rest of us? That even those who give the greatest sacrifice for this nation can be thrown away as trash. And that's what our present government, our president and his cabinet, that's what they think of our military. And you could say, no, I don't think they think that way. Well, then why aren't they getting them? Proof is in the pudding. The proof is in the pudding. It's not what you say, it's what you do. It really bothers me when uh, uh, we have a commander in chief that won't stand up and defend those who defend us. It's a sad day in America today, ladies and gentlemen, uh, in that regard. But we're going to keep praying, keep, keep pushing in, and keep fighting for righteousness, which, again, it brings me back to why I do these things. Uh, Christians, I'm just going to tell you, honest and true and blunt, get off your butts and do something. Get off your lazy butts and call your senators, your representatives, and you tell them to, to push President Biden to get that Marine home. Get our boys home. Forget the WNBA player. Forget that pot-smoking, dreadlock-wearing NBA basketball player who's bashed America. Bring the one who defends America home. Bring them home. You get off your lazy butts, Christians. Come on. Listen, a lot of people say, well, you know, we're just getting out of here. All these bad things are going to have to happen. They're, they're only happening because the church has been too lazy, hasn't been fighting, hasn't been doing anything to stand up for righteousness in this nation. I hear too many Christians saying it's the end time. No, it's not the end time. It's lazy time. And the enemy is running roughshod over us because we've been too cowardly and too lazy to stand up against them. And it's time to let our voices be heard, get out in the streets, make some phone calls, write some letters, and change some things. But come on, let's face it. When we have that Georgia runoff and this false preacher, false prophet, false wicked teacher wins in Georgia we can we can sit here and be the um monday morning quarterback we can sit and try to figure out all the things that happen i'd tell you exactly what happened christians in georgia you got too lazy you didn't get out there and fight for it you didn't get out there and vote you didn't get out there and tell your neighbors the truth you didn't stand up for righteousness as a matter of fact i saw on social media just yesterday um the the, the guy that won what's his name warnock uh, somebody called him a warlock. I wouldn't go that far, but warnock. And there was actually Christians, Christians, praising God, praising Jesus for putting a man of faith in there. Well, yeah, faith. Of course he does. He has faith. Everybody has faith. He had faith in the devil. He works for him. Don't tell me he's a Christian when he's pushing abortion and saying that's exactly what Jesus would do. Jesus came to give life, not take life. Jesus came to give an abundant life, not destroy it. Remember, 
In John 10:10, 10, 10, it says, Satan, the thief, comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Abortion is stealing a life, killing a life, destroying a life. It's all demonic. It's all satanic. So this guy is not working for Jesus. He's working for Satan. I don't care what he says. I don't care if that church has a cross on it. I don't care how many times he says the name of Jesus. He is a false prophet. So Georgia, y'all just voted in, y'all, Georgia, y'all just voted in a false prophet, something that's, someone that's demonic and satanic, and you Christians that are saying, oh, praise Jesus, just praise the Lord because we have this man of fate in there. No, you don't. Fate and the devil. Come on. Are you going to follow man or are you going to follow the word of God? If you're going to follow the word of God, you know you just put a demon in, 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 in charge there. You just put a demon in. Now, somebody said, well, we didn't like Herschel. There's a lot of things I don't like about a lot of people. And if it comes down to voting for the lesser of two evils, that's what you do. And this guy wasn't, forget lesser of two evils. He's just flat evil. And you put him in. America, it's a sad day. Why? Because Christians can't even tell the difference between God and the devil. They just come out there. All anybody has to say is, oh, yeah, uh, uh, praise Jesus. I'm a reverend. That's all it takes for many Christians to go, okay, I'll vote for him. As they push abortion, they push LGBT, they push all this nonsense and wickedness down our throats and force it upon us. And all they got to do is say, oh, Jesus, and, and we fall for it every time. It's like all the people that voted Biden because he claimed, claims claims to be a Catholic. Or the people that support Nancy Pelosi just because she claims to be a Catholic. Ladies and gentlemen, she was too drunk to find the church. Even when they had AA in the basement, she couldn't find it. So what are we doing voting for and supporting all of these wicked people? Remember, it's their actions. It's what they do, not what they say. They're politicians. They talk out of both ends, okay? And they're going to keep talking. It's what they do. And what they do most of the time is so anti-Christ in nature. And yet we keep falling for it because of what they say. I couldn't tell you how many times I've heard people say, but Obama was such a great speaker. I could care less if he was a great speaker. I really, I don't even care if he was a mute. What did he do? He was destroying this country from the inside, and he's still behind the scenes destroying this country from the inside. And what are Christians doing? They're supporting him. Why? Because he's such a good speaker. Come on, are we that carnal in this nation? Really, are we that carnal? I know I'm all over the place, but the common theme on all of this is Christians, we need to get busy. We need to stand up for righteousness. We need to look beyond the veil of what people are saying and see what they're doing and make our judgments according to what they're doing. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I forgot. Some of you Christians think we're not supposed to judge. Maybe that's why we've been acting so stupid because we haven't been making right and righteous judgments. We haven't been looking at what's right in front of us and judging it correctly because of bad doctrine. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, it all comes back to the church and ultimately what's being taught from the pulpits in America. So with that, we're going to cut out of here. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Charlene. Sherry. Thank you, my beautiful, lovely wife. See, I told you I'd let you have the mic for a minute. God bless you all.
You know, when something goes wrong in the world, we see something bad on the news or something politically or the elections don't go exactly the way we want or a hurricane or COVID uh, or a war. Many of the Christians start coming out, many pastors and leaders start coming out and preaching on the end times again, that these are signs of the time, as if we've never had a war before or never had a disease before. And so all these negative things become the, these mysterious signs of the time that point to what? I don't know because we're still here. And these signs have literally been happening since, well, the beginning of time, since Adam and Eve. And don't get me wrong, I know the Bible talks about the signs of the time, but it talks about a specific time period that those signs pointed to that was uh, all brought to a head in 70 AD with the destruction of the temple. But that's for another time. The point I'm trying to make on this is the so-called signs of the time really are a sign of the time, but not what many Christians think. The signs of the time... What we're seeing, especially if it's politically and things of that nature, is really the sign that it's pointing to is the laziness of the church. Or I'm not even going to say laziness. Maybe that's a bad word because laziness would uh, mean that we're not doing anything. It's wrong priorities, wrong action. The, the Church of Jesus Christ, most Christians are not lazy. They're doing something. It's just usually we're doing the wrong thing. Let me give an example. I don't know too many Christians, too many pastors especially, it's worse with the pastors, that get involved in politics, local, state, or federal. They just don't get involved. They don't run for office. They don't support candidates. They don't push candidates. They don't talk about hot-button topics that have become political issues such as abortion, LGBT, uh, that type of thing. And they take this hands-off approach to politics and then get very frustrated and think it's a sign of the times when some evil politician gets into government and starts making stupid laws that are uh, abhorrent. Well, it is a sign of the time. It's a sign that's pointing to the church's um, bad or wrong behavior. And I guess in that sense, the word lazy could be used, but laziness, just not getting involved in the affairs of the world and then complaining when the affairs of the world go south and don't go our way. So just keep that in mind as you see things unfold and as life unfolds and these things unfold. A lot of people say, well, what about hurricanes? What about uh, pestilence? What about COVID? Do you realize that again, the church, of Jesus Christ has the power and authority to turn the even these things around. You don't believe me? Hey, remember, it was Elijah who prayed. It didn't rain for three years. It was Elijah who prayed, and it started raining. Jesus was on the bow of the ship, and he commands the storm to still. So when we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing as believers in Jesus Christ, we don't have the authority that we would otherwise walk in. It's ours. We just don't know how to walk in it because we're not using it. You know, every hurricane, every disease, COVID should have been stopped because God's people stood up and said enough's enough. And isn't it interesting that COVID right now is pretty much coming to, a, to an end because just people in general said enough's enough. We're not going to play that game anymore. 
So now it's coming to an end. God's people should have been doing that using the authority of the Holy Spirit a long time ago. Same thing with politics. Same thing with these hurricanes and such. And even if you might argue with, well, well we don't have that ability. Oh, okay, okay. I'm not going to argue with that on this podcast. We do. But I'm not going to argue with you in on this podcast. I'll wait for another one. But we certainly have the authority, the means, and the ability to go in and do what the government cannot do. We rely on FEMA to do what the church should be doing. We rely on Fauci and the CDC and people like that to do what the church should be doing. And we rely on all these government agencies to do what the church should be doing. If you haven't figured it out by now, the government pretty much messes up everything it touches and everything it tries, especially when they try doing what the church should be doing. But when the church finally rises up and starts doing these things, we do a much better job at it. Why? Because we are empowered and motivated by the Holy Spirit. And so being empowered by Holy Spirit, motivated by Holy Spirit, we can certainly do a much better job than the government ever could. But as Christians, we just keep laying down our swords, so to speak, and hope that the government comes in and takes care of us. Well, that's not the case. That's not the way it's ever supposed to work. And if you're a Christian, you, you say you're a believer in Jesus Christ, and you're looking to the government to take care of you or take care of other people, you're wrong. Get off your blessed assurance and get out there and do something. Change this world. Change this world. Don't be lazy or don't be caught doing something foolish or something wrong or off when you should be out there taking nations in the name of Jesus and changing this world to the glory of God. Thank you for joining us at Table Flippers Podcast. I'd really love to hear from you. Please look us up on the web at www.gwcclancaster.org. That's gwcclancaster.org. Org, or you can email me at gwccrobert at gmail.com. I'd really love to hear from you. Please let us know how we're doing. Keep all those comments coming. Until next time, you all have a great and a blessed day.